Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Wake up. Wake up call. This is Wake Up Call. Another kind of daytime radio program. On the SportsMap Radio Network. All right. All right. Let's do this. Alongside Ron Culver. Here's Tony D. All right, thanks for joining us. We continue along on Sports Map Radio College Basketball heading into its final few weeks of the regular season. Conference tournament time right around the corner. And then, of course, Selection Sunday leading us into March Madness. Let's get an idea of where we are in the college basketball world. Our good friend Jerry Palm joins us from CBS Sports on a progressive guest line. How are you, Jerry? I'm all right. How are you? All right, whatever metrics you use, whether it's Ken Palm or whether it's uh, AP, coaches, whatever it is, how deep would you say? Is it very deep, middle middle deep in terms of the teams that are on the top end of college basketball? Uh, I think there's some pretty decent depth. Um, I don't get too wrapped up in metrics, um, yeah. even though, you know, I mean, obviously the net is part of the selection process, but it's not used as a way to compare teams. It's used to put teams in quadrants on your team sheets. Um, you know, the, Ken Palm is great, but it's so heavily influenced by margin of victory that whether you win or lose doesn't matter. Um, there's a couple others out there, but uh, just the metrics are um, not always the greatest way to, to figure things out. But, um, you know, I think the, the top four seeds are really good. I think the twos right behind it are almost as good as certainly number four. Um, one, two, and three have sort of separated themselves. Connecticut, Purdue, UConn, I'm sorry, Houston. Um, have sort of separated themselves a little bit from four through, say, uh, maybe 12. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that could make a run to a national title this year. Nobody is that good that you just say, well, they can't be beat because, well, everybody has. How do you look at Houston? I mean, this was a team that we've gone through this song and dance with Kelvin Sampson before, but he was in another conference. Now he's in the right. Big 12. The Big 12 has always been solid kind of with depth. Yep. But now there they are. They're on top of yep. yet of a yet another conference. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I, I thought they'd be really competitive in this league. I thought Kansas would be the team that wins it. And I guess who knows, maybe they still could. But um but Houston's been tremendous. You know, they've, they've been what they are. You know, they're a lockdown defensive team. Uh, they're not a great offensive team, but they're certainly good enough. Um, yeah, I, I like Houston. It's, it's not the biggest surprise in the world that they're leading this league, too. I mean, they were, they've been a top-five team for a few years now. So top-five is top-five. It doesn't matter what conference you play in. You're, you're still going to be that level of a team if that's what you are. UConn, how similar is this team from the one that won the national championship? They're getting a lot more accolades than they did last year, of course, being number one for most of the season. But how similar are they in terms of what we saw in Houston last year compared to now being 24-2? and two? They're, they're similar in the sense that they're very talented and well-coached. They've got a quality big man different this year, uh, Klingon, uh, versus Sonogo last year. Sonogo was more probably of a pure post. Um, Klingon can do that. 
but he also has more skills away from the basket. I, I just think that their their guards are tremendous. They defend really well. They can score. Any everybody can score. Um, there really aren't a lot of holes in UConn. That's a, that's an excellent team, and probably will enter the tournament as the favorite uh, to repeat their title. Your thoughts, and I know this is an important team to you, Purdue. Your thoughts on the Boilermakers yeah. this year? <laughs> when they take care of the ball, they're hard to beat. Yeah. You know, all three of their losses, their their three losses, they average minus nine turnover margin. So you know, when they're sloppy, you can get them. But if you can't, but they're so hard to defend. Zach Eady is just. What do you do? You know, right. do you put one guy on him and let him get 30, or do you put two guys on him and leave three-point shooters open all over the place? And they can all hit. Um, it's, a, it's a different team this year than last year, in part because Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer are a year older, stronger, not going to hit a wall like they did last year. But the addition of Lance Jones from Southern Illinois transfer uh, gives them speed on the perimeter, another three-point shooter, and a great defender. Um, it's good, you know, it's now Purdue's playing a three-guard offense. So, you know, Mason Gillis, who was starting last year and his starter quality comes off the bench now and um, Purdue's deep. They'll go nine deep. They can go ten if they need to. Um, they're a really good team. And and probably, you know, them and Houston, you know, the biggest challengers to UConn. But the, those two teams, Purdue and Houston, are very different teams. The, good, the thing for Purdue is that, that, listen, they lost to a 16 seed, but the last team that did that won the national championship the very next year. So maybe that yeah. will be on the Boilermakers' plate. Well, that, I mean, that from, you know, your mouth to God's ears. But, um, <laughs> but they, uh, I mean, they are better this year. They have almost everybody back from that team. Certainly everybody who played meaningful, you know, minutes is back from that team, and they're a year older and a year better. And, you still have the national player of the year in Zach Eady, and he's going to be the national player of the year again this year. So it's it, they certainly are a handful um, to beat, and if you can't take, get the ball out of their hands, if you can't take it away from them, they're probably going to beat you. It's. I want to get to another team here that's in the top five, and that's Tennessee, because Rick Barnes has these really good teams, and they get to the tournament, and they don't fulfill some of the promise that people think and there's no different this year people here where i live in nashville are still like yeah we'll see but dalton connect has been an amazing addition to this team yeah Purdue saw them in the maui invitational and i mean they're tough yeah tough but connect hadn't really uh connected yet yeah good Um, (laughs) but you know now he's caught fire since then and yeah i mean it's, it's been a difference maker for tennessee they're really good i like them Still to win the SEC, I like. I think they could challenge for a number one seed. Um, Arizona, Carolina, Tennessee, um, I, maybe even Marquette could still be. I think number one seeds. Um, I think there's that potential there. Uh, I feel like I'm leaving someone out, um, but you know that those teams are. You know those are really good teams. Now Arizona is at a disadvantage because I don't think they have any quad one games left on their schedule. Um, I'm not even sure how many quad one games are left that they could even get because there's a huge gap between them and the rest of the Pac-12. So, you know, well, while all these SEC teams and Big Ten teams and, and all these other teams, you know, Big 12, they're chasing all, they got all these quad one games left. Arizona doesn't have any. So by the time Arizona could win out, 
and somebody else could could pass them just because the resume gets so much better. Staying in the SEC, do you do you find the there's a lot of kind of beating each other up a little bit here, but do you find that conference pretty deep when it comes Selection Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I've got the bracket I've I've been doing lately has got um, nine teams from the SEC and nine wow. from the Big Twelve, so those are those are big numbers for sure. Uh, the team I was forgetting was Kansas. There, Kansas. Depth is a problem for them, and you may need that in the tournament, but you might not need it as much. It really, in the tournament, you're only playing you know two games a week, two games in three days, and you get some time off. So maybe the depth isn't as big an issue unless you have foul trouble during a game. That's that's probably where the depth becomes a problem for Kansas. We always get to this time of year kind of wondering where the mid-majors are. Is this a good year for mid-majors? Is it not? Well, I mean, Dayton is a team the committee considered for a number four seed uh, on the reveal on Saturday. I've got them as a four now since, you know, the results, because of the results since then. So, yeah, that's a team that's capable of of a move. You know, it's, they're the team. They were, they were likely the number one overall seed the pandemic year. Yes. You know, they didn't get, yep. and you know, Dayton doesn't get those kinds of opportunities. I mean, that was, if I was gutted for anybody that year, it was Dayton because how often do they get those chances? Well, this team is not that good, but this team is still pretty good and has a chance to, to make some noise in March. And that's certainly the best of the non-majors. Um, but I would not rule out Indiana state uh, as long as nobody ranks them again. And, um, because they got ranked for the first time since 1979 and lost twice that week. Uh, but uh, And Grand Canyon, who beat San Diego State in the regular season and is sitting at 20-something and two. Um, you know, they've got to win their tournament. Both those teams, Indiana State and Grand Canyon, have to win their conference tournaments to get in, whereas Dayton does not. Um, but if they get in, those are going to be really dangerous teams. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports. Always good catching up with you, my friend. Thank you so much. It's a good time of year. All right, thanks. You got it. Jerry Palm, again, a Purdue guy. As I mentioned earlier, remember when Virginia lost to UMBC? They were the one seed, Tony Bennett and the Cavaliers, and they became the first one seed to lose to a six. They responded by winning the national title. Maybe this is Purdue. The Purdue lost to Fairleigh Dickinson and uh, Tobin Anderson, and maybe this is the year as the second-ranked team in the country, or the third-ranked team in the country, I should say Houston is number two, winning last night. And uh, maybe Purdue will have, have some shed of light. But it is it is interesting. One question I didn't I I wanted to ask him, but I didn't want to put him on the spot. So I wanted to look this up during the break. And that is, and I know this sounds weird, but remember the story of Merrimack? Remember Merrimack last year? They won their conference tournament, and they couldn't go to the NCAA tournament. This allowed Fairleigh Dickinson to go to the NCAA tournament, and Fairleigh Dickinson took advantage of that by beating Purdue. So the, the fact that Merrimack was because they were moving up. And you know you move up, yeah, you get this like. About remember this? Remember yeah. this? Like you, you couldn't play. Like, wait, thank you for moving up, but you got to show that you can stay here for a few years. So Merrimack won its conference tournament, but they couldn't go. Fairleigh Dickinson took that spot and then won their first round game against Purdue. And so it, it's almost like a sort of a, I don't know what do you what do you call that thing that uh, butterfly effect. Right, right, right. Whatever it is, you know, butterfly flaps its wings in uh, pay. You get rain in Central Park. That's what Jeff Goldblum said in uh, Jurassic Park. But can Merrimack go to the tournament this year? I want. I didn't want to put him on the spot because maybe he doesn't know that answer. But I might have to look that up during the break. Can Merrimack go to the tournament? Because we were feeling sorry for them last year. They put in all this effort to to win their conference tournament, and they, knowing they wouldn't, gonna, they weren't going to go. Knowing that, like, look, we're doing this for pride. We're not going. 
And then once people got word of this, they were like, wait a minute, hold on. We really are doing this. Yeah, we're really doing this. They're not going. They, wow, that's too bad. They 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 almost want yeah, they're not going. So sit down, relax. Fairly Dickinson will be in your conference bracket. But I wonder if Merrimack can get in now. I'll you know what I'm gonna look up when they're on the break? Shelby Wag's site, bracketwag.com. He's always got like who he thinks is maybe he'll have Merrimack on there. I don't know, just a silly, silly question on my part. All right, we'll continue. It's Wake Up Call on SportsMap Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.